0: Reddit ask me anything, I am a diagnosed sociopath, ask me anything, I was recently diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder, the same psychological condition serial killers have, the first two psychologists I talked to had no idea what was wrong with me because I tricked them, the third was a psychiatrist, who was much smarter and more fun to talk to, and I eventually told him I was a sociopath based on my own research. He agreed with my diagnosis. I have never felt happiness, love, or remorse. I lie for fun, although I'll try to suppress that urge here because seeing your reactions to my truthful answers will be more fun. I exhibited the full triad of sociopathy as a child. Bedwitting past the age of 5, cruelty to animals, and obsession with fire. I don't have any friends. Only people I use. Step into the darkness. Ask me anything, disclaimer, I've never killed a human and I wouldn't try because the likelihood of getting caught. It sounds like few interaction with others is similar to what many of us do in video games. Who cares about the computer generated characters except for their usefulness to the player, so would it be correct to state your feelings towards other people are similar to those towards computer generated characters, except that the latter are probably a lot more simplistic and thus boring? That's spot on. My brother is s sociopath. He was my mom's best friend as long as she was paying his bills. He couldn't be bothered to call when she was dying. Every day she asked if he had called. The answer was always no. She died knowing she'd been used. The rest of us had always known. My heart hurts. How not to piss off guys like you. Honestly, you would have to go through some serious effort to piss me off. My emotions in general are pretty muted that said not pissing off people like me doesn't make you safe from people like me what i do to other people stealing lying vandalism etc has nothing to do with what they do to me and everything to do with keeping myself entertained in fact i tend to target the people who are kind to me not because they are kind to me but because i'm around them more if you're useful to me or helpful I won't do anything that would ruin that by making you not like me, but if there is someone like me around you, you probably don't know, so it's kind of stupid going around making yourself useful to people because one of them might be a sociopath. I am curious if it bothers you at all that you are much less of a threat to me than your average guy who is driven by emotion and rage. Nope, it doesn't bother me, you might even be right. You are familiar to me, we call them adaptive sociopaths because you are better at assessing risk which the typical sociopath is poor at, etc. So you avoid killing. Most adaptive sociopaths end up as senior VPS and division heads in large companies. In that capacity, you can crush hundreds of souls daily and never go to jail for it. When I say, it puts the lotion on its skin, how does that make you feel? I am actually starting my own company. If it takes off, I will indeed be a soul crusher. As for your question, a silence of the lambs joke has already been made on this thread. See my response there. I think I had the most fun writing that one and I even got a morally outraged response. Colon. So you're 22? At what age did your mental conditions become apparent to you? Yes. How did you know, I don't think I posted my age, at around 15, that was when I started to really like cutting off blood flow, which was obviously ducked up, and I was finally self critical enough to realize, I wasn't sure until I took a psychology class at age 18, though, that set me on the right research path and from there I did a bunch of research and figured out exactly what I had. What lies did you tell the psychologists? Did you tell the psychiatrist the same lies and he she saw through them? There are basically three parts that make a lie work. In case you can't tell, I like numbered lists. Tell the person what they want to hear. Tell something close to the truth. Look the person in the eye and say it with the appropriate emotion. I told all three of my therapists the same kinds of lies. Generally, if they said asked me about my parents I would say something angsty. If they asked about my sex life I would complain about how women are also apathetic to my feelings. In reality, my parents were pretty good parents and I can pretty manipulate women enough to get what I want often enough for my needs. Basically I just led them down a lot of the wrong tracks. I would also accuse them of being terrible and unhelpful subtly whenever I could. Eventually both of my psychologists hated me and had me transferred. And I think both of them actually saw through my lies. Although I don't think they figured out from that the fact that I'm sociopathic. The psychiatrist saw through my lies too eventually. And he called me out on it. Which is probably the main reason I respect him more. Why did you see these people? If your intent was to mislead them, edit, I see that you answered this below, that you went to them for depression, which was bothering you, however, why did you try to mislead them if you truly wanted their help? What did you stand to benefit by lying to them? There's no benefit to lying to them, it's just fun. Sociopaths often don't lie with any discernible objective, honestly, it's very difficult for me not to lie, I keep almost lying as I write these answers. Even though I want to tell the truth here to see people's reactions, at least once a day I tell a lie and then secretly curse to myself because I told a lie that might backfire. So in short, I lie even when it's counterproductive. There's something about psychologists that particularly brings out my desire to lie, though I think it's the fact that they're trying to hard to discern the truth that I just want to toy with them. Like I said, it pisses them off. Are oh lolcats funny to you? Occasionally, but not because they are cute. The punchline has to be good. Oh my god I'm a sociopath. You've got a little boy. He shows you his butterfly collection plus the killing jar. What do you do? Give him a dollar and tell him to leave daddy alone. Bedwitting past the age of 5. At what age did you learn not to or do you still have this problem? Also, do you lie and cheat out of spite for others or sheer apathy of their feelings? Hey, I did stop bedwitting at the age of 7. My parents got a wetness alarm that went off when I wet myself and I wore it to bed. After a few weeks of waking up in the middle of the night to an annoying beeping and a comforting warmth, I stopped bedwitting. I lie and cheat out of spite for others and or sheer apathy. It's a little of both. I guess I'm having a hard time understanding why someone who doesn't care about other people's feelings gets off so hard on being the focus of attention. It's paradoxical, but I'm sure there's a reasoning behind it. Because my ego is ginormous. You realize that that implies that you care about your ego, yes? Actual sociopaths don't need validation. I don't need external validation, just like I don't need sex. Both are kind of nice sometimes. Though, the real reason I posted this was to get reactions out of people, which sadly didn't happen much. True or false? you have posted in this thread with your other regular reddited false i considered it and may still do it you seem to be living sociopathy as more of a lifestyle it's weird almost like you're proud of it i guess you could say i'm proud of course you are especially after all of this everyone coming to see the monster and you playing with the emotions of people who respond to you other people with their so-called empathy, are bound by their own internal rules and society's norms. You can probably have a much more dispassionate view of others' emotions, and enjoy playing them like an instrument. No such thing as bad publicity. In fact moral outrage probably is a delicacy you cultivate and cherish, because it is one of the stronger emotional responses you're likely to receive in this setting. You also come into this openly, that is admitting you are a sociopath. But you still have all this room to filter in lies in a place where people are supposed to be free to exchange honest questions and answers. True. But don't think you're special because you figured me out, you had a pretty big head start there from my admitting I'm a sociopath. I have actually told the truth mostly here, because people's reactions to the truth are kind of more entertaining in this case, but there are still plenty of lies here. Are there people around you who would consider you to be their friend because of the way you fake it? Yes, I am the best man at a guy's wedding in a few months. He does my homework for me. I also was the person who another guy called to pick him up from the hospital after his girlfriend dumped him and he drank himself into acute alcohol poisoning. He hosts good parties where I can get free beer. I think it's interesting how you qualify all of your relationships you just described by indicating how you have used them in the past, the homework and free beer. How do you define friendship? Is it all just in terms of how useful people are to you? I don't have anyone I would describe as a friend in the traditional meaning of the word. I call people my friends if it benefits me for them to think that I like them. Considering that you don't seem to feel the same amount type of emotions that other people feel. Do other people often appear hypocritical to you? Yes, almost constantly. Do you have trouble with sarcasm? Yes, often. Hum, you can't pick up on inflection, odd. I'm also bad at detecting sarcasm on the internet. I'm curious, I had the wetting the bed after 5, the obsession with fire, and the cruelty to animals. it wasn't like killing them but just being an overall beach to them when i was a kid i used to lie constantly and didn't really show any emotion i was very apathetic but all of these things have since dissolved my biological grandma was a sociopath the burning down houses, killing people kind so did all of that make me some sort of childhood sociopath do people grow out of it without medication or therapy i've never heard of such a thing It's possible you inherited the genetics for sociopathy but without the proper influences they never developed into sociopathy. I'm suspecting one of my son's classmates to be a sociopath, from certain indications in how he interacts both with other kids and with adults. With his same age friends, he's being consistently manipulative, especially with kids that are less physically developed, and often resort to violence when he doesn't get his way, sometimes quite nasty with a clear intent to cause serious damage, repeatedly smashing another kid's head in the ground, from a minor quarrel. For instance, if I'm correct, and this kid is indeed a sociopath, what would the best advice to give to my own kid? Stay away from him as good as you can, even if he seems to want to make friends with you? Also, would there be any point to hint about it to his parents that the kid might have a psychological disorder, as it is now? It seems like they think he's just having a little difficulty growing up. He's somewhere between 8 and 9 years old. Asking a sociopath for advice? Interesting choice. He certainly sounds sociopathic. Probably staying away from him is a good idea. Legally, sociopathy can't be diagnosed in minors. Parents tend to get beachy if you criticize their kids. So I don't think that's a productive route. Maybe talk to the school counselor instead. Have you ever taken the sociopath test? So, a girl goes to her brother's funeral and during the reception she meets the most incredible guy, she's really into him. They talk the whole day, but when it's time to leave, they lose each other in the shuffle of people and she never gets his number. She tries to find this guy, but to no avail. He's gone. Three weeks later she kills her sister. Why? I have never taken a sociopath test. She killed her sister in the hope that the guy will show up to her sister's funeral too. I think you aced the test. It didn't even occur to me. I was looking for some kind of trick in the question. But it's glaringly obvious. To a sociopath. It sure beats craigslist's missed connections. I'm stealing that line if I ever write about a sociopath. How would you define the concept of justice? I don't really understand what that word means in a personal sense, but I can understand how it works in society and act based on that. Justice in society tends to have three parts that I can see. Safety, getting dangerous people off the streets, undoing damages, returning stolen property, suing someone for damages, etc. Punishment, the first two I understand. But I don't really understand punishment, it doesn't deter crimes or reduce recidivism. It seems like it's just a form of revenge, and society as a whole seems to frown on revenge. Obsession with fire at a young age is a sign of a sociopath? I used to light fires all over the show. One of three. Many people have one or two of the signs but on sociopaths. Would you noodle your parents if it was in your interest? Emphasis on in your interest? Yes. Although I don't think such a situation will occur, it would take a lot of persuading to get me to believe it was in my best interest. How would you describe the difference between a sociopath and someone with Asperger's syndrome in relation to interpersonal relationships and social interactions? If someone has Asperger's syndrome, he noticeably has difficulties interacting with people but doesn't intend any harm. If someone has antisocial personality disorder. He probably seems normal but actually intends harm. What makes some people easier to use than others? Have you ever run into another sociopath? What is sex like for a sociopath? The easiest way to use someone is to find someone who wants to do what you want them to do, or wants to do something that will allow you to trick him or her into doing what you want to do. Other people tend to be naturally subservient, but I tend to get too annoyed or bored with these people given that about 1 in 100 people is a sociopath i almost certainly have run into another sociopath however sociopathy is notoriously hard to diagnose if the patient doesn't want you to know he's a sociopath and we don't generally wear name tags so i've never met a sociopath who i knew was a sociopath there was one girl a smoking hot redhead chick who used one of the guys i know for his money and then slept with his friend who lied constantly i suspect she may have been sociopathic but i can't say for sure i would guess my sex drive is pretty normal and most of my sex is pretty vanilla i do however like cutting off blood flow especially along the carotid artery and the two long-term relationships i've had were women who liked being choked during sex but choking isn't sexual for me at all it's about feeling the lifeblood pump under their skin I've choked cats in this way as well and I'm not sexually attracted to cats. I guess you could consider this some light BDSM. See this other post for a more thorough description. Nature or nurture? In my own case, I'd say it's nearly all nature. My father was a bit strict, but that's the best nurture cause I can come up with and it doesn't seem like enough. There are definite nature and nurture factors in most cases of sociopathy, though. What is your therapist's approach to handling this? He's treating me for the associated depression and ADHD. Both are common with sociopathy. So far there isn't a known treatment for sociopathy. Basically since I'm not a physical danger to others. He's not doing anything for the sociopathy. I don't care that I'm a sociopath anyway. So it doesn't matter to me if I get treated for it. The only reason I went to a psychiatrist was for the depression which is not enjoyable. Getting treated for the ADHD is good too I guess. I don't care that I'm a sociopath anyway. Do you think there are any advantages to being one? Yes, the emotions I don't feel tie people down in a lot of situations. How does depression feel to you? How do your meds affect it? It feels like nothing is worth doing. I don't even want to get out of bed. It's not every day, though. Just maybe one or two days a week. It's a bit early to tell how the meds affect it. I've only been on them for two weeks. What kind of goals do you have in life? For a lot of people it's things like seeking spirituality or building lasting relationships but I'm guessing you're not interested in those types of things. Would you say for you it's simply sensation seeking or is there more? I don't really have any goals in life. Sensation seeking would be a good description. For example I've experimented with drugs pretty extensively. With one rule. Nothing addictive. LSA. Hawaiian baby woodrose seeds. Is the best so far. I'm trying to get my hands on LSD. But so far no luck. I guess if I had to name goals. They would all be short term. Within the next month. Get laid this week. Score LSD. Get a better job. Maybe you should add suicide to the list. The human race would be far better off without you. Just a friendly suggestion. Encouraging suicide? You aren't so different from me, colon. Ever wish you did have friends see the benefit of having friends? What is the most hurtful thing you've done to someone? What is your greatest fear? No, that's difficult for me to gauge. If we're talking physical, I've choked girls during sex to the point where they have asked me to loosen up a bit. If we're talking emotional, I cheated on my girlfriend of 3 years and when she called me on it, I said, met and left, needles in my eyes, skeeves me out. How do you handle comedy? What things do you find amusing? Do you take schadenfreude from observing people? What is your take on arts? Do you ascribe to a certain aesthetic, or derive some sort of intellectual fascination with high art? How do you feel about classical music, jazz? And pop genres. I have always figured that a psychopathic mindset would be attracted to Bach's music. But that might be because I have a deep affection for its complexities. What is your stance on ritualistic murder? It is one thing to just kill a person. But if one were to apply that much effort how would one do it? Would you be trying to make a statement? Would you consider it a function of art? I know this might appear rather morbid for some redditors but I think it's important for a more effective understanding. T.L. Doctor, do you feel humor? Do you like art and music? What are your feelings on ritualistic murder? I don't generally like most comedy, but clever jokes do amuse me. I love classical music, including Bach. I actually like a wide variety of music. Ritualistic murder isn't my thing. I don't have much understanding of people whose thing it is. How did you learn to fake emotions? By looking at what other people do, I do actually feel some emotions. Though usually not the appropriate emotions for a situation. And I can sometimes channel them into faking the right emotion. When I was small, I could fake tears of remorse because I was afraid of being punished. Other ones it's just practice. I can fake excitement pretty well. The really difficult one for me is sadness. Because funerals aren't often. When people are crying I have no idea what I'm supposed to do because I can't cry on demand. The other thing to realize is that sociopaths imitating emotion isn't usually a conscious decision. We do it kind of naturally to fit in. Like how kids respond to advertising. How do your relationships go? Do you stay monogamous? Do you care if you don't? What sort of attraction do you feel towards others? Besides sexual? What do you say if someone says I love you? Generally one night stands if I can manage it. The only reason I would develop a dating relationship with a girl is if she is someone I may have to deal with regularly. And therefore should be nice to- And I want to sleep with her. However. My long term relationships have gone pretty far. No. And no. I don't often have the opportunity to cheat because my relationships are short, but if given the opportunity with a hot girl, I would. Maybe if they have some characteristic I can use, I say, I love you if I want to continue sleeping with them. I have a feeling I would get away with a lot of what I do because people aren't watching carefully. If I had people watching my every move, I don't think I could be as convincing. What is so exciting about fire? Did you ever commit arson? Do your family members realize that something is not normal about you? Do you have any belief in religion the supernatural? That's a hard question. I just can't take my eyes off a moving flame. I think it's the motion. But it could also be the destruction of substances going on. I also kind of liked burning myself when I was younger. I would hold a lit match under my finger until my finger blistered and I would play with the blister for days. What about the other questions? Whoa. You made it to the end? You're a ducking beast. I'll cuss you a deal. Smash like and subscribe for more curated content might. It's free and that's a great price.